Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, happy Tuesday, and welcome to this next iced coffee date. Almost said Monday, and thank God it was a long weekend. I don't think I can handle a full week this week. I don't know. I, this is a very, very busy week coming up. Probably one of the busiest I've had, just because I had a ton of one-on-one clients sign on all at once. Um, they did their tests as far as their Dutch and their GI map and all that, and all their tests came in at the same time. So now I am doing their results and review, or review and results, however you want to say it. Um, so I have sessions with them, and then also I need to create protocols. So this whole week is just back-to-back phone calls, and any free time that I have is um, preparing these protocols. And then of course the mentorship um, started a couple weeks ago. So I have a call with my ladies today and things that are involved with that. It's just going to be a crazy week. So I woke up this morning after a very, very lovely vacation in Newport. And that's what we're going to talk about today is Newport. And just some of the things that kind of came up when, you know, you're on vacation and you kind of have like a second to take a break from real life and like work and all that. Um, so a few realizations that we're going to talk about, but had a wonderful time away. Um, and yeah, just get just getting back into it this week. And holy cow, just just a lot on the agenda. But just woke up this morning and I was like, what day is it? <laughs> what do I have to do? Um, where am I sleeping right now? Um, just like totally out of it this morning, but. Here we go, guys. Tuesday, right? At least it's Tuesday. At least it's Tuesday, not Monday. So um, if you were following along on Instagram stories, this is, well, sidetrack. This is a very classic <laughs> coffee date, iced coffee date, because I don't have this completely planned out. I was like, oh, I should go live today because I do want to talk about Newport. And, you know, it's the day after we got back. Everything will be fresh in my mind. Um, and, yeah, have it, I have a few ideas of what I want to say, but I like this whole iced coffee format in the sense that like, hey, we were actually sitting down for an iced coffee at like a cafe and we were having a conversation and this is kind of how it would all come out. It wouldn't be perfectly planned. It would just be me talking. Um, and you know, if you like me and you like carrots and cake, like what you see is what you get. So it's gonna kind of come out that way. So I just figured um, I would go live and not have it perfectly planned. And maybe that's maybe that's why you guys like these. Um, but anyways, we're in Newport, so if you were following along on Instagram stories, um, I shared a bunch of our adventures, and we go to Newport every year. Mal's family has had a timeshare down there since the 80s, so we have been going to the same place year after year, um, but that timeshare has changed management hands, and I'm pretty sure um, the Hopper family is not keeping it. I don't know if they have totally decided, but they decided not to use their week this week, so this is the first year that we had to find somewhere else to stay, which is totally fine. Like We went, at, we went down without Mal's dad um, and his wife. Um, so it was just the three of us. And we've gone down on our own in the past because, you know, they've had plans in the past, you know, things have happened. So um, the three of us have gone down on our own in the past, but it is a um, annual tradition and they've been doing it for years and years. And it's usually Columbus Day weekend. Sometimes it's a weekend before. It just kind of depends where the week falls. Um, if you have a timeshare, that's how, like, how it works. But 
we went down Columbus Day weekend because we wanted the long weekend and wanted an extra day there. Um, so when we were searching for where to stay, like we're typically like hotel people or resort people just because we like all the amenities. We're like, give us the restaurants and the pools and the hot tubs and the game rooms. And like, we like all the things. Um, but when we were looking for Newport for Columbus Day weekend, things were sold out or they were insanely expensive. And I was just like, we're not paying, you know, $800 a night to stay in a hotel in Newport. Like that is just like too much money um, for one night, not like the whole weekend. <laughs> so we started looking on VBRO and I am the biggest fan. And it's funny because we've used it before we went up to, um, where were we? I was like, well, we visited the Natalies in Maine. I just can't remember where we were. Um, why am I forgetting where they, for, forget it. Somewhere in Maine, we went up to Maine and we found a VBRO, loved it, worked out great. And then we had booked this one in Newport. VBRO and like Airbnb, those type of things, that's like where it's at. I mean, <laughs> I probably have been, you know, sleeping under a rock or living under a rock with all of this, but they are affordable. You get so much more space. I mean, maybe you don't have the amenities, but if you're staying in somewhere like Newport where there's like a million things to do. I mean like we really didn't miss. I mean Quinn missed the pool a little bit But um, he was fine. We had plenty of things to do. We went to the arcade. Oh my gosh so much time in the arcade um, But you know, it's fun fun for kids, but it's awesome. Like we had a whole kitchen It was a one-bedroom with a pull-out couch. Um, there was even laundry there So like before we went home, I did like a quick load of laundry So came back with you know clean clothes It's just like little things like that But even just like the full kitchen was amazing because we made pancakes a lot Last day it was just kind of like a low-key morning um, but yeah it was it was awesome the beds were super duper comfortable like I just feel like we had everything we needed and the location um, was amazing it was even better than the timeshare <laughs> like we were so close to everything so we walked everywhere um, we only got in the car one time to go to Castle Hill Inn and you know that's like a little further you know from downtown Newport um, but like that's the only time we got in the car for three days it was amazing so um, just big big fan of VBRO so the few things that I'm going to talk about today is um, kind of IBD related just because you guys know I've been struggling with this flare since you know middle of July and prior to that this time last year so like this nonsense has been going on for a year with a brief stint of remission which you know was glorious but um, talking about dining out with IBD and then just kind of some like realizations that I made Mal and I had some good conversations about this because I really have changed my thinking around food and IBD and not to say I don't want to say that I have like or have had like an eating disorder related to this. I don't, I don't think it's that, but I've definitely had some disordered thoughts around food and it's because like food causes me so much harm. And I mean, I don't mean to like laugh about that, but like it has been really stressful, like dealing with like what to eat, what not to eat. And for me, like food just doesn't really make a difference. Like I have tried every single diet there is. I have tried not eating. <laughs> doing an elemental diet. I have tried the carnivore diet and like really nothing has worked. I guess carnivore has probably worked the best, um, but even that, I mean, did not get me into remission. I mean, my symptoms were better. Like I didn't have any, oh, I never really had gas and bloating and stuff like that. That's like the thing, like with my case of UC, like I don't have the normal symptoms. I just have like a ton of blood and a ton of diarrhea and like that type of stuff, you know, TMI. Um, but I don't have like all the gas and the bloating and like all that stuff. So it's been really, really, really hard. And I've, I've talked about this before that like one day 
I could eat a sweet potato and it would totally be fine. Like my sister would be fine. I'd be like, great, I could tolerate sweet potatoes. And then the next day or two days later, I have a sweet potato and it like destroys my stomach and like comes out like a sweet potato. You know what I mean? Sorry, that was kind of gross, but it just, it makes no sense for me. So like the food thing has been like really, really hard um, and very, very stressful for me because I put so much thought into what I'm going to eat. And I definitely like, overanalyze what I'm going to eat. So as you can imagine, going on vacation where you don't have total control of what you are eating, um, and I used to pack all my food and like plan out exactly what I was gonna eat. Um, and more in recent times, I've kind of loosened the reins because I'm like, you know what, this is a vacation. And like Mal wants to be on vacation, Quinn wants to be on vacation. I don't wanna hold them to my weird eating schedule or what I wanna eat. And I don't wanna be a hassle for them. And not that I would be because Mal is totally cool. Even if we were with friends, they would be cool. They understand. And I have brought food to people's houses before where they're like, oh, we're gonna get pizza or Chinese food for dinner. And I'm like, oh, I show up there with my Tupperware and I just eat my own food. And we're kind of at that point with my friends where like, they get it, they understand, they don't judge me. Like, I feel a little bit weird, um, but at the same time, like, I know it's good for me at the end of the day to eat what I know I can maybe tolerate or usual usually tolerate. Um, but all this to say, um, on vacation, I've kind of loosened the reins because I want to be able to be on vacation and not be thinking about what I'm you're going to eat. And like the fun part of vacation is dining out and trying new foods and eating things that you don't normally eat. So um, it has been a learning and growing process for me. So the last few vacations we've taken, I've been a lot more lenient with what I'm eating, um, but still, you know, sticking to what I know is not gonna cause me a lot of harm. So when I'm dining out with IBD, I've been sticking to like a lot of burgers, like plain burger, like no bun, no cheese, um, as simple as can be. Um, oftentimes I'll say no fries, um, because most of the time fries are cooked in some sort of fry later with gluten. So even though French fries are technically gluten-free, like they're not always gluten-free, just how they're prepared. Um, and it really depends on the restaurant. Like in Newport, none of them had, none of the places we went had gluten-free options on the menu. Like, you know, sometimes you see like a menu and it'll say like gluten-free or vegan or whatever it is. Not a single place had that. So, and when I was asking, you know, like, could I get a burger with like a gluten-free bun or something like that? All the places, or none of the places had gluten-free buns except for one. Um, and I saw that as a sign that they were not paying attention to any sort of gluten-y things that were happening in the kitchen, um, which is, you know, no fault of theirs. I mean, it's my issue, not theirs. Um, but just knowing that, I was like, oh, I need to be extra careful here because like they're not paying attention to the gluten stuff, um, which is fine, like plain burger on a bed of lettuce. <laughs> It's like not that exciting, um, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and then I also take um, Wheat Rescue. Um, I think it's from Microbiome Labs, um, but basically it's kind of like a little bit extra reassurance if I did get gluten at a restaurant, um, that it would help as far as like GI issues and like trying to break down that gluten and everything so you don't have like an extreme reaction. Um, so I just keep that in my purse, you know, always. Um, just have it on me and I'll take one, you know, before I eat or while I'm eating. Um, and it just, hopefully it helps. And I feel like I did okay. Like I don't feel any worse. I actually feel a little bit better, but this is the thing again with my case, I do think my symptoms are very much related to stress. So being on vacation, I like barely thought about work, which is good because I usually think about work all the time. You know, what's the next video I'm gonna do? What's the next post I'm gonna do? What's, what are my clients up to? What protocol do I need to do? What presentation do I need to put together? What questions are out there in the Facebook groups that I need to respond to? So like, I never stopped thinking about work, but this vacation was really nice in the sense that 
I didn't think about work. Um, and I actually feel pretty good. Not that I'm 100%, but I'm like, okay, I do feel like having those three days off made kind of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. And like the few times I've gone into remission, it's happened on a vacation or right after a vacation. So uh, it's very much related. And I, I know like I need to do less at work or stress less about work. I mean, it's definitely how I respond to work. But at the same time, again, working all this out in therapy, a lot of my work and my obsession with work and how hard I work is related to self-worth. So if I am not working or not achieving something, it's really, really hard for me. And that's why I don't stop working. Cause I mean, sure. Like I'm part of this, you know, IBD group, IBD coach, give them a shout out. I love, it. it's a great community. Um, if you have IBD, look into it. Um, it's an amazing group of people and they are all focused on getting better. And I think I've talked about them before, but if you're in like Facebook groups and stuff like that for IBD, like there's some weird ass shit that happens there. IBD coach is a lot more straightforward based on science. Like a lot of like good advice instead of like the crazy stuff that you see on Facebook. Um, so just want to give them a shout out. I love being part of their group. But the whole point I was going to say is that people in that group, when they go into a flare, they take off time from work. Um, a lot of people do. They'll take like a week or two weeks just to get their symptoms under control. And if I'm in a flare, I have never taken off time. I remember um, last winter when I launched the mentorship, telling my group that if I needed to leave, I would be right back. And it's because my symptoms were so bad. I wasn't sure I could stay on a Zoom call for a whole hour because I would have to run to the bathroom. And like, that's crazy. Like, I really should have been like, hey guys, can we like put this off for a few days? But I felt like so bad, not bad, but just like people had paid me for this mentorship um, and I owed them something. And like, I don't know, I'm not, it sounds like kind of selfish saying that, but I was like, that was crazy that I was dealing with like such bad symptoms that I was like, I need to leave in the middle of this presentation or middle of this coaching call um, because I have to go to the bathroom. So like I've really never taken time off um, and I keep telling myself I'm going to, but like I just don't. And I think about it. I'm like, well, what would I do if I took time off? Um, and again, it goes back to self-worth because if I'm not doing anything, I'm not worthy. Um, so working this out, it's definitely like a core value and I actually kind of like grilled Mel about on vacation. Yeah, I think he was kind of getting like annoyed with me because I kept asking why, why, why? Because, you know, he's a teacher and he's just happy being a teacher. Like he doesn't need to achieve anything more. I mean, he's done all his professional development stuff and like he's at the highest level he can be as a teacher. So he's like achieved to that point, but he's happy there. It's not like he needs to like take on like an administrative role or um, do all this extra work. He's just like happy where he is. Um, and in the nicest way possible, he's like, why can't you just be happy with where you are? And I am, I am happy with where I am, but there's still like this desire to achieve more and do better and constantly um, just be doing things, <laughs> doing things, achieving more. Um, so a lot of that um, goes back to this UC stuff. And I do think people with um, IBD have this very like type A personality, um, people pleasers, um, achieving self-worth. There's a lot of that like that goes hand in hand. So obviously trying to work a lot of that out, but it's been hard. It's like drilled into me. Um, I just think back to my childhood and I was always like trying to, I mean, I was the straight A student, you know, I was, you know, top 5% of my class, you know, number three in my class, like all that. Did all the clubs, did all the activities. I mean, I was that person. And I mean, I just remember like telling my mom being like, oh, I 
got this grade on this test and like I just always wanted to achieve and like make my make my mom happy you know and like not to say this has nothing to do with my mom but it's just me um I just felt like I needed that you know love in that sense you know so this is kind of a tangent and again it's like a perfect <laughs> iced coffee date because if we were sitting down um I probably would have gone on all these tangents like talking about the, all this but um it's just it's just been interesting and I mean going on vacation I do think like you give your body time to like really relax um and some of these things come up you know what I mean like you're not in like tunnel vision as far as like work and what you need to get done um so you start you know processing things and thinking about things differently and I mean I think that's what it's all about when it comes to healing um and you guys know I'm into like the mind body healing and everything so I think it's coming around I think I think I'm getting close I just like everything just needs to work itself out and I just need to figure it all out so anyways this was quite the tangent <laughs> It was like all over the place. You got a little bit about Newport, a little bit about dining out gluten-free, uh, my love for VBRO, my self-worth, all that. But um, I hope you enjoyed this iced coffee date. I'm going to wrap it up here because I really don't know where I'm going from here. Uh, but we had a great time in Newport. Loved where we stayed. Um, got some good coffee. Oh, I do have a story for you guys that I was going to tell you. Sorry. Back to the dining out and the obsession about what I'm eating and not eating and all that. So after dinner um, the other night, um, we went to Ben and Jerry's to get ice cream. So the boys got fraps and ice cream and all that. Um, and there was a vegan option on the menu. And I was like, okay, it's dairy free. I'm on the fence about dairy. I'm like, I think I could handle dairy, but like a whole bunch of dairy is probably not the best. Although like a vegan ice cream, see, this is what I do. I think through like all the scenarios. Vegan ice cream is probably not the healthiest just because of like all the weird ingredients that they might use in it. Um, and this is kind of what I did. Like the kid that was working behind the counter, I like grilled him on this vegan ice cream. And it was like, I think it was just chocolate chip or coffee chocolate chip, cold brew chocolate chip, something like that. Sounded really good. Asked him a million questions, making sure it didn't have gluten in it. And I ordered it. I ordered like a kid size ice cream from Ben and Jerry's. And I can't even tell you the last time that I ordered an ice cream out and enjoyed it. Um, and I ate it and like the whole walk home I was like this is so good this is the best ice cream I'm so glad I ordered this um, and of course I said something along the lines of like I wonder what's in it I should google the ingredients when I get home and Mal again made the point he was like what's the point he's like you just ate that you really enjoyed it what what is you know googling the ingredients going to do and I was like yeah you're right if I find out what's in this it's gonna make it worse you know what I mean I'm gonna stress about everything that I just ate um it's gonna probably you know make things worse as far as like the brain mind body connection as far as what I'm eating because I'm gonna be like oh my god there's x y and z in this um and in the past I would have googled it immediately to be like what am I eating what's going into my body oh my gosh like the sky is falling um and yeah I got home and I have not googled the ingredients I have no idea what What's in this ice cream this vegan ice cream could have been almond milk could have been coconut milk there was definitely some cold brew in it because that was the title and then some sort of chocolate I mean if it was vegan it was dairy-free chocolate but man it was so so good um, but just to say that even though I went down that rabbit hole for a second thank God for Mal <laughs> 
it prevents me from like spiraling on this type of stuff. Um, but I just enjoyed it. And I went, we went home and we hung out that night and I have not looked up the ingredients. And I just feel like that's like a really good step for me as far as getting back or getting beyond like this fear of food. Um, because yeah, I like, I overanalyze it. I worry about everything, every ingredient, you know, every little thing that's going into my body. And I just need to relax. I just need to freaking relax. Um, so it was good. It was good. It just kind of shows progress and it was really fun. It was really fun getting ice cream with the boys and just feeling like a normal person for a little bit. And honestly, it didn't cause me any major GI distress. I'm still kind of like dealing with what I'm dealing with. It definitely didn't make things worse. So, I mean, it is what it is. And it was, it was awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been like such a ramble and so many tangents. But like I said, like stuff came up on this vacation and I think it was probably good for me. Um, but anyways, um, thank you guys for, you know, going on this journey with me. I know it's been a lot of like IVD and toilet talk and <laughs> all that. I'm sure you love it so much. I'm sure the people with IVD appreciate it because um, I do try to be as honest as possible with things and... Yeah, I know. I, I, I get you. You get me. Um, and you are not alone with this. And I have definitely felt very alone with this disease. It's very isolating. So I think it's nice to hear stories from people and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just hanging in there. Oh, and I didn't take the prednisone. I put that on um, Instagram and I did bring it with me for the case that like things got way worse. And, you know, we're going to be walking all over Newport all day. Like the last thing I wanted to be doing is like, scrambling to find a bathroom in the middle of Newport. Um, so I brought the prednisone for the case that maybe things kind of got worse, but I never, never got worse. So um, just had it with me for just in case, but that's the thing with um, autoimmune disease. Sometimes you really can't predict what's going to happen, but um, I do think, you know, just having a really great vacation and not stressing about all the things like made such a difference. So we'll see. Okay, now I'm really done. That was... <laughs> quite the ramble. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This is, you know, what you see is what you get. So this was a classic iced coffee date and um, I'm going to wrap up here and I hope you have a lovely day.